wasn't sure if you guys can hear me or not. I was trying to use my AirPods. I had to switch over to just get my microphone back. Yo, what's going on, everybody? So right now, we just waiting on Bar to hop back on the live. So just bear, bear for a little bit. Man, oh my God. If you're on the live right now, just let me know if you can hear me right now. Oh, shit. My bad, bro. I didn't even know you was calling. I had to step away to get my actual microphone. I said I didn't know that you were calling. I had to step away to get my microphone. I was trying to stream with my AirPods, but shit don't work. Hold on real quick, bro. Hold on. I cannot hear it. Man, I should never put the fucking... Can you hear me, bro? Yeah. What the hell is going on? Do something real quick. Yo, Bar, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. You disabled the chat? Did I disable the chat? Yeah. Nah, I don't, hold on. Man, am I doing, let me see what the fuck is going on here. Hold on. Hold up. Customization. Live chat. Why is it not showing? Hold on, I'm going to turn off the, I'm going to turn off the stream real quick and just uh, reboot it back up. Oh, man, yeah, you might have to restart the game. All right. Oh, yeah, you got it. Yeah. You yeah. said it's for, um, the made for kids. I did I? Oh, wow. What the yeah. hell? Hold on. I don't have to restart it then. I can just turn it off. No, it's not made for kids. All right, is it back up? Yeah, it's straight. I'm trying to get you on my headphones and on my computer. You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What the fuck is going on with these headphones, bro? I'm going to have to just put it with my AirPods. Yo, what's good, James Atkins? Yo, bar. Bro, these headphones are starting to piss me off, man. Yo, bar, can you hear me? I'm pretty sure you can hear me. I just can't hear your ass. Hold on. Oh, duh. I'm a fucking boomer. Hold on. Yo. What the fuck? Yeah. You hear me? 
<laughs> yeah, it was good Von Clips. I don't know why James it's not Atkins. coming through my head. Yo, this is getting on my nerves right now. Yo, bar. All right, now it's good. It's good now. Yeah, I'm straight now. I could not hear you through my headphones for some reason, but now I'm good now. My bad. Everything is up. Chat is good and everything. All right, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I saw that you was uploading on the other channel. Um, it popped up in my feed. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> hey, bro. It be, uh, it takes up a lot of Wi-Fi. Like, I streamed out. Remember we did that five-hour stream? That took up all my high-speed internet. Yeah, so can't be streaming too much, too much. That shit's crazy. But yeah, I saw that you um you posted the spoilers. I was looking up spoilers for the chapter. I couldn't really find nothing. A preview of the next chapter? I didn't watch it. So is it like um, is it paid? Like is it rough drafts drawn already? Got you. Okay. You know, so one thing that I was looking up, so I told you I was looking up spoilers for the chapter and see if I can get anything. I, I can hear you. Hold on, maybe it's my OBS. Hold on. Give me a. Let me restart this real quick because I think putting in my AirPods and fucked up everything. Let me restart my computer. I'll be right back. Man, my. Hold on. All right, let me see. Let me go to my settings on OBS. Talk real quick, Bar. Nah, it's not pulling up on my desktop audio. Hold on. I see why they can't see you. I mean, I, I can see why they can't hear you. Um. Let's try this one right here. Talk again. Ew. 
Okay, they should let ask them if they can hear you. I think it's because it's popping up. Okay, I am. Yes. You. I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, I can hear myself. You got hella yeah. background background sounds, bro. I ain't gonna lie. That's that's that, my bad. I was watching the Steve Wilco show. My fault. <laughs> yeah, might as well turn it off, bro. You turn know, that shit you off. Are wild. Yeah, all right, that's good. Yeah. And I got my oh, it's because I got my microphone all turned all the way up, so it's catching everything. That's why. Yeah, turn that thing down. Turn that thing down. All right, partner. My bad. My bad. All right, we good. Everything should be straight now. My fault. But yeah. So um oh so what I was saying was um I didn't even notice like man they gotta uh they really gotta animate this shit because when I was looking up the chapter spoilers I was trying to look it up because I was gonna do like a live and then just review the chapter spoiler. And if I could find mm-hmm. it a little bit early. But I had saw, um, I don't know what website it was. And when um, Cole stomped down, that he stomped on a shadow clone. I'm thinking that, you know, Borashiki just moving fast as hell. Like, you know how he did it with Boro when Boro stomped down and he picked up his, or he punched him and he picked up his fist and the nigga was gone and he was just like in the air. Yeah, I thought that's what happened. So, um, according to the spoilers that I, I read, it was a shadow clone on the ground that Cole stomps on. And then Boruto appears behind him. I thought that was cold as hell. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's fire. That's fire. But, yeah, when it comes to, like, the spoilers that's supposed to be releasing, like, you know, the general spoilers that we get from, like, um the regular people, like, we get uh chapter screenshots and stuff like that, mm-hmm. those should be coming out in, like, a couple of days. I mean, that right there is supposed to be absolutely fire. Hopefully, you feel me, that the spoilers are going to actually live up to the hype. You know, because in my personal opinion, this, this chapter is going to be absolutely insane. Yeah, I hope so too, bro. Cause I like I'm I'm really looking forward to like I don't really look forward to chapters like that, like crazy like that. But I'm looking forward to this one because we finally get to see Boruto take over that power. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I I didn't even know it's Mellow typed in the chat. What's good, Mellow? Oh, what up, Mellow? <laughs> I ain't see him either. I was on Mellow's I, yeah. last night. I was uh I hopped on Mellow live last night and I hopped on uh Meek's live last night. We was doing a tear. They list. were both live. Uh, they oh, wasn't. Damn, I didn't even know. I don't know if they was live at the same time, but yeah, they was live last night. I was up to like five o'clock in the morning doing lives with them. Yeah, I, I did like uh, an hour with with uh with Meek, and I think I did it a little bit over an hour with Mellow too. Oh, fire! That's fire! That's fire! I I hopped on. I didn't even know they was live. I think I t- no, I didn't text you. I was about to say I think I text you, but it was so late that I figured that you would probably just be sleeping. Yeah, I probably was. Now you texted me about the um, what was it? You, I thought you was going to stream with me. That's what you texted me. You said what? You said you was about to stream with me. I thought yeah, it was going to be like on I was. the channel. It, it was. It was supposed to yeah. be, but I decided to just hop on his stream. Mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah. I feel that's why. So did did Meek stream on his channel or does he have yeah, like on a his second channel? channel? Oh, okay, that's so- fire. That's fire. He just takes off the stream because he uh what he was doing was he was um putting on like we was watching like full clips of like certain fights and stuff like we watched the Sasuke and uh Kenshiki fight we was just like talking yeah. about how well animated it was and like um we was talking about Sasuke like how fat like um like this is going to be a little bit off topic of what we was actually talking about but we was talking about Sasuke and how he should still be relatively as fast as he was without his Renegon. Because he kind of yeah. choke coats himself in lightning chakra when he's fighting, 
And it's kind of like, you know, the Raikages in the, in the Cloud Village, how they coat themselves in chak- uh, in lightning chakra to increase their speed. So he was like, he's mm-hmm. not totally ner- nerfed when it comes to his speed because he should still be able to move as fast as he was moving without his Renegon because all he was doing was cloaking himself in, in, uh, in a lightning chakra. How do you feel about that? Oh, yeah, 100%. But I think it's not necessarily to the level of, like, the Raikage. But I think... Sasuke's speed, you feel me? It, it it goes all the way back to when um um he got the the chakra from um from the Sage of Six Pass. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if you got if you were, if you recall, there was like, of course, Sasuke with EMS was actually trying to fight against Madara, and it seemed like you feel me. Of course, Sasuke wasn't necessarily up there as of yet, but like once he got the actual amp from the Hagoromo. This man Sasuke was literally speed blitzing Madara. Like Madara was actually running away from Sasuke. Now I really don't like how they actually portrayed it because logically speaking, right then and there, Sasuke surpassed that version of Madara. Specifically mm-hmm. talking, the version of Madara I'm talking about is Madara with only one Renegon. Gotcha. That right there made it seem because Madara said it himself. He said, "Yo, your visual prowess is above mine," and he was literally run away from Sasuke mainly because he understood that there was no possible way that he'd actually be able to beat Sasuke. Like, just 1v1, even though Naruto was obviously lurking as well. But it kind of made it seem like Naruto and Sasuke needed to try to 2v1 um, Madara. But they did they did it like that, man, because they're essentially trying to get used to their new powers. But mm-hmm. specifically with Sasuke's speed, it got amp from Hagoromo. Now, of course, the Rinnegan does not necessarily play into the amp of speed and strength that Sasuke actually got from Hagoromo. So, of, I personally believe... That Sasuke, of course, with the lightning as well, he's going to be just as fast and just as strong as he was with the Renegon. That right there isn't necessarily going to be the big thing. I talked about, I think, um, probably, I think I might have talked about it in yesterday's live stream that I was actually doing. The big thing for Sasuke is going to be the one Renegon ability that he seems to always use and always catch a lot swapping of Otsuki places. members. Uh-huh. Yeah, swapping places. And I was talking about he could possibly, like, try to learn flying Raijin. And, I, of course, uh-huh. just saying that flat out makes it seem like Learning flying Raijin is going to be super easy. That's not going to be easy at all. I think if Sasuke dedicates a couple of years to actually learning flying Raijin, that right there could put him potentially on the same level as what he was with the Renegon. Now, of course, the Renegon gives him a lot more abilities to actually attack characters that aren't necessarily Otsuki, that aren't necessarily Otsuki, Otsuski level. For example, the uh, the the pray to, the the pass uh, push and pull, the diva pass push and pull, mm-hmm. absorbing chakra, a whole bunch of stuff like that. But of course, a bunch of that could possibly possibly be supplemented by scientific technology. He could possibly get like a prosthetic arm, the one that we he should have gotten for years now <laughs> to actually give to actually give him the ability to actually absorb chakra and stuff like that. And also just just a lot of ability that scientific ninja tech can actually give him. But speed wise, Sasuke is still there. Y- y- y'all are spot on. Okay, yeah, that's what that's what we was thinking. So, do you think he actually going to take the scientific ninja arm or any type of scientific ninja help to boost his boost his uh, powers or his powers? Because he seems like the type of person, like in one of the um, latest episodes, not the latest episode, but the one prior to the last one, um, he was talking about that he a ninja has to uh, fight with the hands they're dealt. I, I believe if I'm not misquoting that. Yeah, you. You talking about what we said in the last episode to to Sard? I think it was Tassard, Mid, I think yeah. it may have been two episodes ago. Yeah. yeah. See, the the thing about Sasuke is that he understands that you feel me. He he shouldn't necessarily stay that stay the way that he is. I think that quote right there was actually just dealing with his Renegon and his Renegon being completely gone. And of course, as of right now, I mean, just off of the 
the um just off of the fight, for example, Boruto was extremely down and Sasuke was essentially reiterating damn near the same thing. Like, yo, it's not necessarily your fault. He he prepares to actually die or he prepares for the worst whenever mm-hmm. he goes into the fight. So of course he's going to live with the repercussions. But of course if Sasuke can get stronger, he's definitely gonna try to get stronger. I mean, I don't think it's that I don't think it's anything against him actually getting stronger. Now the big question is gonna be would he actually use scientific technology? The prosthetic arm in itself, that right there is going to be something very likely that Sasuke is going to get if he does get over the fixation of him, you feel me, essentially atoning for his sins. Mm-hmm. That's essentially why he hasn't necessarily gotten an arm yet. Right. If he does get over that, I don't, I don't necessarily see a reason why he wouldn't necessarily get another prosthetic. Now, again, arming it with scientific technology, that right there is going to be another hurdle that we'd possibly have to get through with Sasuke, mainly because we understand Sasuke and Naruto, well, more Sasuke, he likes to, he likes to use the abilities that he was given, as you said, just his ability. So, of course, right. scientific technology, I'm not sure. But, again, uh, a prosthetic arm, 100%. Oh, and, and uh, Melo, uh, what's it called? Somebody asked Melo if he was joining. Yo, you could join Melo 100%. Uh, a little bit later, probably, probably like 10 minutes or something. Well, are you cool with that free game? Yeah, I'm, I'm always cool with Melo hopping on. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Big Melo. That's, that's the homie, of course. Anytime. Yeah. You said 10 minutes, though? Or or you could join right now. I thought I thought you have more more questions and stuff. Oh like no, nah, I mean I just go off the top of the head. I just flow with the conversation. Um, Same. Bro. When, yeah, when you said mellow, it kind of threw me off of my my train of thought. So I mean, he can hop on right now if you want. That's cool with me. Yeah, but yeah, again, yeah, but again, you know, the thing with Sasuke and the thing with Naruto, I always talk about this. It's always their their progression is up to the Boruto writers. You feel me? Right. Like we understand, common sense would lend it would lend would lead us to believe that Naruto and Sasuke are going to obviously get stronger. I always bring up the comparison with Kakashi. Like at first, Kakashi was literally like damn that peed himself when Orochimaru pulled up to him <laughs> in the training exam when Orochimaru was looking for Sasuke. And later on in Naruto Shippuden during the war arc, this man is literally swapping hands with literal Jinchurikis. To, like have transformed to tail beasts like foretell gen cherokees and stuff like that so 100 percent common sense would mean that naruto and sasuke are going to get stronger i might even go out on a limb and say they should get stronger than what they were with the, the respective karma and the renegade uh-huh. but it's just all up to what the actual writers want them to do you could literally make a case for naruto to become like damn near god like fuse momoshiki level by the end of the series and make the same case for Sasuke to become damn near fused Momoshiki by the end of the series, that level, but it's all up to what the writers actually do want. Now, again, with Boruto's new form that we did actually get to see in the last chapter, it seems that Boruto may actually come very close to surpassing Naruto right, right now. So, again, if if Boruto hypothetically surpasses Naruto like at, at the beginning of Boruto Shippuden, it wouldn't make any sense to keep Naruto at this level because, of course, the main thing that a lot of people say it's Boruto's story, and he has to surpass Naruto. But if he already surpassed Naruto, what makes us think that Naruto is going to stay that exact same level? It just doesn't make sense, make any sense. Yeah, I hear what you're saying on that one. So, do you think that we are ever going to see who the hell is this? Do you think we're going to see Naruto use Sage Mode because he still has that in his back pocket? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that right there is definitely going to be. Well, the bigger question is going to be: Is he going to use um, Six Pass Sage Mode? Now, we understand, you know why it's possible that he can't necessarily use it. The right. six-pass stage mode essentially comes from the nine tails. That right there is going to be the focal point of it. But, of course, he needs chakra from all of the other tailed beasts. But, again, it's that age-old question. Does Naruto have a tiny bit of Karma's chakra? I'm pretty sure... Well, 
don't know if I, I actually talked about this in one of my um streams. I thought I was talking to you, but there is a certain situation where we got to see, or a certain episode where we got to see all the other tail beasts out there, like literally just frolicking. And Naruto doesn't actually have the tail beast inside of him. Now, from that, we could kind of assume that Naruto has chakra from all the tail beasts, even though the tail beasts aren't necessarily always present with Naruto, which would kind of possibly mean that even though Karma is not necessarily present in this world, he still does have some some sort of chakra from some sort of chakra from Karma. But again, Karma died because he lost all of his chakra. It might be a certain situation where Karma felt the need to actually leave back some chakra with Naruto. I don't know. You know, you never know in certain in situations that, like this. Don't you think that if he left any source of any hint of his chakra behind, that um, Sakura would have been able to detect it when she did the test on Sasuke and uh, Naruto? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, know. I, 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 theoretically, no, we don't know. I, I know, but I'm saying, like, do you like if you could guess, if you could give an educated guess, don't you think that she would have been able to pick that up? That it was like a small portion of his chakra left over because the way that Kurama made it seem like is he burnt soon as he burnt through all the chakra. But you're right, he could have left something a little bit left over just you know just for safekeeping, like for emergency purposes in the future. But yeah, but, I, I don't know. Oh, me me saying I don't know goes a little bit deeper than that. Here's the thing. Logically speaking, they shouldn't necessarily be able to test for something like uh, as deep as Naruto's. Well. Naruto's chakra signatures, like in regards to the tail beast chakra that he has inside of himself. Now, obviously, there's a possibility that that can happen because of the advancements in technology and stuff like that. But it just—I'm not completely sure if they're 100% there with the technology. Now, what I do have to say though, mm, what makes me point, think that that point. right there is definitely possible is that they actually did test the old Suzuki levels in Boruto, which right. I'm like, how did they get that technology? I'm right, like, what right. is going on? Like, just, they may just have got, to, sorry to cut you off on that one, they may mm -hmm. have gotten that type of technology from Amado though, because Amado was doing all the tests on Kawaki, and I'm pretty sure he did some type of test on Jigen, because he had that machine where he could fill Jigen's, well, not fill Jigen's, but help Jigen uh, recover his chakra. So I'm pretty sure Amado had some type of technology or some type of information that he can provide to the leaf so they can do those tests now this is headcanon off my end no that's 100 percent possible but also if that right there is possible we'd have to take into consideration that he also had the technology to actually you know locate tail beast chakra mm. you see what i'm saying and assuming that he has advanced technology to actually track tail beast chakra if that's the case then 100 percent naruto does not have any karma chakra but again if we're just tracing tiny hints of chakra that Naruto was able to utilize to actually gather in more six-pass sage, sage chakra and stuff like that, I'm not necessarily sure if they're able to to detect that. That's why I'm going to say right now, I don't know. Common sense right now is leading, is leading me to believe that Naruto just cannot access that form mainly because he doesn't have any more karma chakra left. Again, if, if there is more karma chakra on Earth, maybe it's a situation that he'd still be alive. But then again, you can't necessarily rule out the possibility of Karma just not necessarily taking back that chakra and leaving it with Naruto to actually make sure that Naruto still has that stage of six-pass mode. That's something that Karma in himself, like personality-wise, would do. He would sacrifice his mm -hmm. life, you feel me, 
or for to to not necessarily get like an extra I don't know what five minutes or five or thirty seconds in barrier mode, sacrifice right. that chakra, leave leave that chakra with Naruto, and then just die a little bit earlier. I'm not sure. They could definitely that write sense. that in. Yeah. Yeah, they could definitely write that in. So I can't necessarily say for sure. But again, common sense would lead me to believe that there is no karma chakra left. Yeah, that's what I would think. I would think there's no Kurma chocolate left because I think Kurma just thought. I don't. I don't. You know. I don't believe Kurma um, was thinking future tense like there may be a bigger threat out of there out there besides this guy because he was the biggest threat that they faced, and he they felt the need to you know a life or death situation um, and a life or death technique to go through it. So I don't think that Kurma thought oh there may be other outers or you know other members of this car group that may be stronger than this guy. Maybe I should save over some chakra for Naruto. I think that Kurma's idea was just like hey let's get rid of this dude at by all means because if we don't then he's going to destroy us. We're going to die. Cuz Tor- uh, even Kurma he um I don't know if it was in the ep- actual episode, but I remember he was like I'm not trying to die like a dog with my tail between my legs. So you know, I don't, yeah, I don't think that he left anything over. I think he gave everything for that. I hope he didn't, partner. I hope he didn't. <laughs> for the sake of Naruto, I really hope he didn't. See, again. Um, we can get, a, like, a buff. We can get, like, a buffed, um, a amped up uh, Sage mode. They may work, you know? I mean, uh, that's possible. You know, and the, the my my personal thing, this is like a tenfold hat theory that I've never really talked about prior before. But again, wh- big tenfold hat thing. <laughs> I, did did do you remember the the two twins, Kinkaku and Ginkaku? Yeah, they, was they were the twins that act- Yeah, me and me and actually me and Meek mm-hmm. was talking about that yesterday. The ones that was eating Kurma's insides and they was able to go into uh, the first stage of the um, QB Chakra mode. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, so yeah, 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 might yeah. Y'all might have got the jump on the theory myself. What y'all talk about with them two specifically? I can't remember. I just remember us bringing them up. I would have to. I recorded it, so I have to go back on it. But All I right, can't so remember. Yeah, we got to remember. We almost talked for two hours. So, <laughs> all right. Let, let me just hop back on my. Yeah, let me just hop back on my um on, on my theories and stuff like that. Maybe Orochimaru can use the can can use the Edo Tensei potentially bring them back with some Karma Chakra and then Naruto mm. can utilize that Karma Chakra and potentially even spawn another another Nine Tails. But as I'm thinking right now, didn't they get their Nine Tails chakras like completely stripped from them by the Gelo statue? I don't remember them ever getting the stripped. I just remember them um getting sealed off. That's true, that's true. Yeah, I don't remember them ever getting stripped but of anything. Here's the thing: they were they were sealed off into, into that um into the gourd, I believe, and then uh-huh. Obito actually stole the gourd. I see. This is why I have to go back and watch Naruto Shippuden. I tweeted out yesterday. <laughs> same. It's time for me to rewatch same, Naruto Shippuden. <laughs> yeah, I gotta rewatch Naruto Shippuden. But hypothetically, if Kinkaku and Genkaku still have Karma's chakra inside of them, if they actually do get you know revived, you feel me, with with the Ido Tensei by Orochimaru. Naruto can still like potentially take that chakra and then utilize that chakra. I wouldn't even say utilize that chakra. Just keep that chakra on on, on this plane so Karma could potentially revive. Because of course, any semblance of Karma's chakra, Karma can actually come back from that. You know, the tail beasts are essentially just balls of chakra. Chakra can possibly just build from that and potentially Karma can actually come back. I think that right there would definitely be a very good thing a very good idea to actually bring karma back but it's of course the question of if they still have the karma chakra because of course it might be a certain situation that obito actually did take their nine tails chakra i gotta see myself i'm not completely sure 
Let me play devil advocate on that one. Um, as far as bring using Edo Tensei to bring Koruma back, I don't think that's possible. Um, Koruma was made from the the Tensels, uh, so he was made by the creation of all things from Hagoromo. Um, so in a sense, Koruma isn't really a physical being. Koruma is just a um, acclimation of chakra. So he yeah. he was created by Hagoromo. Like so, Hagoromo pretty much. Um, how can I put it? He molded him into an image. Like he created him pretty much with his mind. So I don't think that Kurama is a physical being, if that makes any sense, like a flesh and blood being. So I don't think Edo yeah. Tensei will actually, um, I don't think that Edo Tensei will actually work. Oh, no, no, no. Pick on hey, thanks, for no, the, no. thanks for the donation, Luis. Appreciate it. No, oh, oh. <laughs> Luis, uh, thanks for the donation, Luis. But pick on throwing down. It wouldn't necessarily be, you know, bringing back uh, Kurama. It would be bringing back someone with chakra from Kurama. And the re the way that you could possibly get a tail beast back is just by having the chakra there and that chakra being built upon in the actual world. Because if you recall, there's a certain time where the three tails actually died. You see what I'm saying? There was no more three tails left. What was left was chakra from the three tails and three tails was able to revive from that. Because again, as you said, it's not necessarily, these aren't necessarily physical beings. These right here are just balls of chakra. If there is a semblance of karma's chakra still on the earth, then of course that chakra can potentially build and karma could come back. Okay, so you're you're um, you're bringing that up from the gourds from the twins that you know stole Koruma's chakra. So I, I just yeah, I, King I, Kung, King yeah, I don't. So if their chakra, if the chakra from from him is still on Earth, yeah, then that could be a possibility to bring him back. But as far because he died in another dimension, um, he said he burnt up the last bit of the chakra. I just don't think so. I like I think that it will it will mess up. Um, how can I put this? I think it will kind of mess up the impact of Korma dying if they bring him back. I think they should just what? like I, I love Korma, but I think they should just leave him dead. Like he should just be dead and just leave it like that. No, one hundred percent. It would mm -hmm. definitely mess up the um the the impact of Korma dying. But when I, when you bring up the the point of like for example Naruto still having what well, when I bring up the point of Naruto still having say, six past stage mode. If he still had six past stage mode, that right there in itself would kind of diminish the impact of Karma actually dying because that right there is, is just Karma's impact. Anything that Karma impacted when he was alive that's still here mm -hmm. is going to kind of diminish his death in, in a certain sense. But hypothetically, you see what I'm saying? If they were to actually bring back Kenkiku and Genkiku, mm -hmm. hey, let's just throw all let, let's throw all let's oh, throw that scene okay uh, let's okay, throw okay. i hear what you're saying no, i i missed no. what you were saying you saying if they bring back kinkaku and ginkaku okay go ahead i'm, I'm understanding what you're saying now no, my bad no, no, i missed no. that part no i'm just saying if they bring back kinkaku and ginkaku they have the track on earth i don't right, necessarily right, right. think right now naruto and karma should return back to what they were at their prime i don't necessarily think that should ever happen probably i don't know when boruto was like 30 years old and naruto is like like 60 and then we, we and then we cut to like naruto and like the the saruto stuff and we see full-blown karma i think right. if karma actually does come back he has to come back as like a baby he has to like actually oh, yeah, grow that'd be dope. and that'd stuff be dope. like that so yeah i mean i think that right there in itself could definitely serve as a lot of utility mainly because naruto can potentially still use his chakra mode for like i don't know 30 seconds or so yeah and then and then, and then karma would be out of chakra I think that right there would possibly be good, but again, as you said, it would still kind of diminish 
the impact of the actual fight, the impact of the actual Baryon mode. So I get where you're coming from, but I just personally believe that a lot of fans out there would care less about the impact. They just want Kerwin <laughs> back, and I think that right there would just be a little bit more entertaining. Is that what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I mean, I, I completely understand what you're saying and where you're coming from on that one. I just, you know, I, 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 the reason why I say that is because I hate when, I hate when kind of like animes follow kind of the the Dragon Ball cliche of there's no real um, type of threat going on, like so nothing really to worry about because we got the Dragon Balls that we can always bring everybody back on. You know what I'm saying? So. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, so I, I completely I, get what you're saying. Yeah, that 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 following that cliche right there, um, I kind of don't enjoy it. I, I kind of hate when other animes bring that in. I kind of like, like for example, I don't know if you're an Attack on Titan fan. Um, yeah. But in Attack on Titan, when your favorite character die, you know your favorite character is never coming back. Like they're dead. It's it's done for. Like my girl Sasha, yeah. when they killed, when they shot her, I don't. I'm sorry if anybody watches um, Attack on Titan and you haven't gotten there yet. But when they killed Sasha, bro, I was. Bro, I was hurt when they killed Sasha. That was my girl, bro. So, like, yeah, yeah, and, like, if they brought Sasha back, I think that would decrease the impact of the character and the character development and the the, the way the character died. I think they would just diminish it. You know what I'm saying? So the same thing with Korma. If they did, if they brought Korma back, it would diminish it. Like, it would be cool, and at the moment, um, during watching the anime, yeah, the fans would would be ecstatic for it, but when – when you talk about rewatch value, how much rewatch value would that provide if you want to watch the series all over again? Because you know Korma is always going to come back, you know. Like so, I always think about series like that, like the rewatch value. It's cool the first time seeing it and being into it, but can I watch this show over again and still feel, you know, that same type of impact? Like if I watch the show all over again, like you, you said, you want to rewatch Naruto. If rewatch, if I rewatch Boruto when it ends and I see that scene when Korma dies, it's not going to hit me the same as it did the first. I mean, it's never going to really hit me the same as it did the first time, but it's not going to hit me because I'm like, okay, he's dying now, but we're going to see Korma back and say like 150 more episodes. He's coming back. So that's, that's the only reason why I say they should like keep him out. Edo Tensei Korma. <laughs> No, I completely get what you're saying. Like, James got the same opinion in chat as well. Yes. But ju- just from my vantage point, you feel me? Like, for example, even when I go oh, – again, piggyback off what you said, you feel me, going back and bringing people back. Of course, one of the biggest scenes for me personally was Gara coming back after he did die to date her. You feel me? And I don't care about none of that. I'm just glad I got my guy Gara back. But – it would kind of be different for Karma Malin because coming into the Baryon mode thing, we kind of assumed that Karma would already come back. Now, the Dragon Balls thing, that right there in Dragon Ball is a problem sustainably for long term. The Karma thing, though, is different for him, Malin, because he was never really, as you said, a tangible physical being. Mm-hmm. He was always a ball chakra, always a tail beast. Mm-hmm. So hypothetically, if like Sasuke or Naruto dies, it's done for them. It's always clipped for them, unless they pull some Gara thing where they, they where Sakura now brings them back. I don't think that should happen, as you said. But I think it's just different for a tailed beast, and it would be different for Karma. Now, again, it's it's all up to personal preference. It seems like James wouldn't necessarily like it. You wouldn't necessarily like it. I'm a big Karma fan, so I would definitely like it. But I love I get Karma. Where you're coming from. I love him. I love yeah. Karma, bro. Like. No, yeah. Mm. So it's not it's not I'm, the I'm fact that I dislike the character. It's just the fact that it's the story. I love Naruto. One thing I always loved about Naruto was the story. Like Nar- uh, Kishimoto 
always wrote a a, a well written story. Like, it, of course, it has its plot holes and it has its you know it has its mistakes here and there. But as far as like uh-huh. a story goes, he wrote an amazing story. Like, for I'm going to bring it back to Dragon Ball. Like, I grew up my first anime. It wasn't Dragon Ball, but it was one of my first favorite animes. I should say Dragon Ball was my first mm-hmm. favorite anime. Uh, before before I really even knew what anime was, I just looked at it and thought it was just a cartoon. Like I mean, it is a cartoon, but you know what I'm saying. I thought it was an American cartoon when I first watched it, except for when my dad bought story. me. Yeah, my dad bought me some DVD when I was super super little, and it was all in Japanese. It was the one. Uh, I don't know if you like really watched Dragon Ball or anything like that. But Old Boy with the Flute and Harutagon, uh, the big monster and stuff like that. I can't remember what mm. movie that was. I think it was movie five or movie thirteen, possibly. Dad I bought that for me. Yeah, I'm not going to really we don't have to get into all that. My dad bought that for me and it was all in Japanese, no English. And I was just in love with Dragon Ball from then on. So but the thing, the one thing that I've always had an issue with with Dragon Ball is the storytelling. The storytelling isn't good at all. Like it's more flashy. I watch you more people watch it now for the fights rather than a storyline because the storyline is just centered around Goku. They don't have no side character. Um, they don't have no side character development. Uh if they do get any type of development, it seems like they go back to the old uh, character before they got developed. The kids ain't growing up. like So, like, the story is, is all out of whack. Now, when you go back and when you bring it to Boruto and you bring it to Naruto, we grew up, we grow up with these characters. These characters actually grow on screen with you and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So, you build a different type of attachment with this series than a lot of other series. But that's just my opinion. I love Korma. I don't want Korma. I, I would... I think it would be dope if Korma, if they brought him back maybe like one episode he so happened to come back just like for a brief moment of time like you said you only able to use the form for like 30 seconds kind of like something like uh dms kakashi when um obito gave him the other sharingan or gave him both of his sharingan because i remember he got it taken out by uh he, he got it taken about by madara madara snatched his eye out when he got the dms and he was fighting against kaguya even though he only had that mode for a short amount of time it was epic. So if they can do it in that type of way where, okay, Karama makes an appearance again for but maybe just one episode or one chapter, and he comes to help out Naruto, but he disappears again, and he the death still, we still have that impact with the death, and everybody gets to see Karama back. But it still doesn't fuck up the story, if that makes any sense. No, it makes complete sense. I completely get where you're coming from. I, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I, I'm just the type of guy. Maybe I just love Bo- uh, Dragon, Ball, Dragon Ball Z too much. I wouldn't mind something like that. But speaking of that type of, you feel me, that type of um, essentially tarnishing of the actual uh, of the actual deaths and stuff like that, what do you feel about the clone that they're most likely going to bring back? A lot of people do think it's going to be Hashiram. Some people think it's going to be Itachi. Some people think it's going to be there's a whole bu- just a whole bunch of other characters, probably mm-hmm. even Madara or something like that. Do you think that hypothetically that right there in itself would also diminish someone's legacy? No, I don't think so because they're coming back as a totally different. Um, all right, so they're all right. For instance, like Kashin Koji, that was Jiraiya, but uh-huh. Kashin Koji was his own character though. Kashin uh-huh. Koji didn't. Uh, he he was Jiraiya's clone, but he didn't mirror Jiraiya to a hundred percent. He wasn't the pervy sage. He wasn't uh, the goofy dude that we remember. He was serious. He was stealthy. He was pretty much like a he, he was a hundred uh, percent ninja. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, the one in the casket, I, I think it's Itachi too, because um, they were talking about like how the, it making sense with them bringing Kashi and Koji back, pulling on Naruto's heartstrings. So who would be a character that it can bring back to pull on Sasuke's heartstrings? And that will most likely be his brother. I don't really see anybody else that can pull Sasuke's heartstrings like how 
excuse me, how um, Jiraiya pulled Naruto's heartstrings. So bringing back Itachi, I think will be freaking dope. But I don't think it will diminish his legacy or his character because it won't be the same. Um, it, it won't be the same Itachi that we grew to love during Naruto. It's gonna, he's going to have a different personality, in my opinion, if they do it anywhere close to how they did Kashi and Koji. That's cool. Yo, so, you know, th- I don't want to go too much off topic of what we was talking about, but hypothetically, if I were to ask you, what was your what would what would your dream cyborg be with this new character? How strong would he be? His personality? Who would it actually be? What was your what would your dream cyborg actually be? My dream cyborg would be actually this is probably nobody's probably going to agree with this, but Shisui because we didn't really get to see too much of Shisui. Shisui was kind of like this uh, this Uchiha god that they was. Um, talking about at the beginning of the series. Oh, that's fire. That's fire. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Fire. They brought back Shisui. I think that would be cold because he had one of the dopest Genjutsus. So if they can do... Hold bring on, Matsukami, yeah. Yeah, if they can bring him back and amp that amp, amp that up, he could probably be a contestant for Damon and characters like that, you know, and he'll be smaller on the same side. So I think it'd be kind of dope if they brought him back. And specifically because we only got that kind of like flashback kind of like OVA episode with him and Itachi I think that was from the novel actually from Itachi's novel um so we only got to see flashbacks of Shisui we didn't really get his personality to a T so I think if they bring him back and they add more layers to his personality um I think that would be dope if hypothetically if he were to be a slobber you think he should have the same personality as he did back prior that's the thing. We only got a glimpse of Shisui's personality. We don't know fully how Shisui acted day to day. We saw him training with um, Itachi. We saw him, I think, uh, talk to um, Sasuke once or twice a couple times. Like he, he seemed like a kind-hearted individual, but we really didn't get a full-fledged like backstory on uh, Shisui besides him fighting uh, Oh boy, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Sorry, Donzo. Except for him fighting Donzo and Donzo taking his eye. That's about the last that we got, and then Shisui committed suicide. All right, so hypothetically, if it is Shisui, well, hold on, let me call, hold on real quick. I got to make a shout out, Booth God. Thank you for the donation. I really appreciate it, bro. Well, thanks, Booth God. All right, saying, so I was saying hypothetically, you feel me? If it is Shisui or a clone of Shisui, how strong do you think he should possibly be? Is it like Naruto level? Is it like Momoshiki level? Fuse Momoshiki level? Jigen Ishiki Otsuki? Barry on mode Naruto, what level do you think he should possibly be at? Well, he has to be on a level above Jigen because we we have threats that are higher than Jigen. So I don't think Amado is going to waste his time making a, an, a cyborg that's weaker than Naruto and weaker than Sasuke, weaker than any other cyborg that he's created. If my opinion, I think this is going to be one of the most elite cyborgs that he actually created because he knows of the threats that he's facing. And I don't know if he is the end threat like me and uh meek was talking yesterday how we think that amado is actually going to be the big threat the big the big baddie at the end of the series if he's not oh. the big baddie of the series i see amado is kind of like uh <laughs> not a coward because amado got balls bro like amado got big balls but <laughs> he like big but <laughs> bro <laughs> big balls on that one but you know what i'm saying like bro dude is like he has no fear he pulled up in the leaf village put us uh put a bomb on shake a die's neck like he was you facing he did oh he well he didn't know Naruto was still alive he thought Naruto got whacked but still he was going up against mm-hmm. some big figures in the leaf like there's some hard hitters besides Naruto and Sasuke so for him to have the 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 boss to pop up in the leaf village um 
threaten the advisor's son and say, I'm going to blow off his head, like stuff like that. Like, I think that he is smart enough to know that, yo, I'm going to have to make a cyborg, an elite cyborg, a cyborg that I ain't never made on, on a tier higher than I ever made. Because I think if he doesn't, if I think that he's one of those people that's like, uh, they, they got boss, but they're still a coward at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not going to fight or anything like that. But they'll provoke you to, but they'll get their ass beat if they do get into a fight. You know what I'm saying? So I think that he's going to make an android or a cyborg that can protect him and protect the leaf at the same time. But I think that the cyborg is going to be more, you know, on his side, if that makes any sense. No, it makes complete sense. I, I agree with that. See, the only thing I probably have to say against that, you feel me, it might be a certain situation where Naruto and Sasuke wouldn't necessarily approve of any cyborgs being stronger than them, similar to how Jigen didn't necessarily approve of a cyborg being stronger than him. You see what I'm saying? If, hypothetically, Amato did actually make the cyborg that's actually way stronger than Naruto and Sasuke, both of them combined, you see what I'm saying? You open a door for Amato potentially literally taking over the Hidden Leafville. You see what I'm saying? But I see what for... you're saying, but at the same time, Naruto's all about protecting the leaf. I don't think Naruto would be that selfish character. Would be like, no, you can't make a you can't make a cyborg that's stronger than me. Uh, I don't think Naruto would do that. I think Jigen was didn't want us to be threatened. He didn't want his position to be, um, you know, contested against. So that's why he made it to where Amado. He was like, yo, don't make these cyborgs stronger than me because then how is he going to run his car organization if we got if I'm not the big dog, if I'm not the head honcho, if I'm not the one that, you know, can then they'll snap you out of existence, they're not going to listen to me. You get what I'm saying? So I don't know on that one. I think that I think Naruto will be cool with the cyborg that's stronger than him because he know he lost a major source of his power and he can't protect the leaf how he wants to protect it. So having that powerhouse behind them would be an asset. So I think, I, I, you know, I, I think Naruto, he's an idiot, but he's not an idiot, you know? No, I completely agree. I completely agree. My thing, though, you see what I'm saying, with the cyborg that I'm really interested in them about, I want to know what the abilities are. Like, the cyborgs that, respectfully, Jigen didn't necessarily want in his team, mainly because they were stronger than them, they all have, like, special abilities, except for Code. But Code still, he's essentially, he essentially has, like, the flying right, and he could potentially just teleport wherever he wants to throughout, throughout the cloud marks. But Damon, he essentially reflects all attacks. He can't necessarily be injured. Anything that you try to do to him, essentially, you die as well. And also, either she has the clairvoyant, all, all true seeing eye, where she can literally see everything that happens on Earth at the exact same time. So the 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 special abilities, the special abilities that the cyber could potentially have, I'm super happy to see exactly what a model comes up with because that guy right there seems super creative. No, that's facts. Yeah, he really does, but. I don't know, man. That's a hard one. That's a hard like theory to go to to actually talk about like how strong this cyborg would be. Like uh, he, it is, it is, it has been stated that um, Amino did create uh, create Damon, correct? Yes. Okay, so he did create Damon. Um, so then, in that, in that, in that uh, fact, and that uh, you don't know if he knows that Damon was been has been released though. But I think Amino's smart enough to know that. Cole probably went around and and unleashed all the cyborgs that he had hidden. But did I know? Oh, that that's hard though, because why would Amado leave those cyborgs as sitting around if he know like they're dead? No, no, he thought they were. No, he thought they were dead. He oh, ordered Boro to kill them. Oh yeah, yeah and you know Boro what? didn't because he was in love with Ada. Got it? Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So exactly. So damn. So if he doesn't know that those cyborgs are around, if he don't know that Ada's around, if he don't know that Damon's around. 
then who knows if he'll be able to scale if if he would scale this and uh this new cyborg to be stronger than uh Damon or Ada or be able to counter Damon or Ada's abilities. That kind of be a plot hole if they put it in there that he made a cyborg that can counter Damon's abilities if he doesn't know that he's he exists. Cuz what's the point of making a cyborg that can counter abilities that he's never going to face again? He doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. I'll be fine. by the way, Big Meek in the chat. Again, uh, you you like my status? Meek is a big dog. You know big I mean? dog. Same with Mello. <laughs> hey, we forgot to add Mello in. I told him I add him in. Hold on, let's add Mello in real quick. All right. Hold on real quick. Let me add Mello in. Big Mello. He probably stepped away. I said I was. I'm gonna add you in a second, and that was like what 15 minutes ago. Yeah, he probably. Hold on, my phone. Now, Melo in the chat as we speak. This man is smiling and stuff, partner. Yeah. <laughs> Melo answer, bro. <laughs> this man out oh, here. somebody put Melo's doing the stream right now. Okay. Oh. Well, he can still hop in a Discord. We can post the stream. Like, huh? Oh, he, he might be doing something specifically for his channel. I don't know. Yo, Melo's, his stream. You ever peeped, uh, ever jumped in on one of Melo's streams? yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, Mello, he uh, oh, he said one second. Mello, yo, I I like I like Mello because Mello, how can I explain it? Like Mello, he talks more about he talks more than just about anime. Like Mello, deep, bro. <laughs> just I'll just put it that way. Mello, deep. I like the way he thinks. That's fire. That's fire. Yeah, fuck. I fuck with Mello. Me too. Meet my boy. Me. I like I like having conversations. These lives be dope as fuck. Yeah, oh, he's reacting definitely. to our stream. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. I wanted everyone to try to check out his channel and stuff like that. Yo, that's funny as hell. What could he be reacting off of? But uh, what was he talking about? Let's get into some more, some more content. <laughs> well, we did, yeah, well, what I was going to ask you, because I ain't going to lie. People ask me this stuff all all the time. I might as well ask another YouTuber, uh, another person knowledgeable, uh, knowledgeable about Boruto. You feel me? I feel like I feel like a fan asking a YouTuber. Essentially, I am a fan of free game asking a YouTuber. Hey, a free pre- game. hey man, hey bro, that warms my heart, bro. That warms my heart. <laughs> no problem, no problem. But we understand that a model can build people from scratch, and we also understand that a model can actually like modify people. Who do you think he should actually modify to potentially be on the same level as like a Naruto or Sasuke, or potentially even above like a Jigen or so? Because we've seen what he did with Boro, we've seen what he did mm-hmm. with Cold. These people were essentially actual people before, and also right. even Kawaki. So you're talking about like a uh, somebody living right now who who he could take and like amp- um, modify them. Yeah. <sighs> Let me see. Konohamaru. <laughs> yeah, that's a give. Yo, that's a give. I wasn't even trying to. Let's go to. Some people starting to catch on that every time I bring up Konohamaru, I always slander him. I'm, I'm trying to get past that. Give me another name, partner. Give me another name. Why not Konohamaru? I ain't trying to get started on that, man, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm fucking weak, bro. <laughs> uh, who else, man? Because I mean, they don't really put the spotlight on too many people on Boruto. So that's kind of a hard, hard one to answer. So let yeah. me see. Hmm. This is kind of out of the box, but let's say um, Shikamaru. What do you what do you, what do you think if he if he would have modified Shikamaru? 
Yo, 100%. If you put Shikamaru, like, just physical abilities, Taijutsu-wise, speed and strength on the same level as, like, Naruto or Sasuke, mm-hmm. or even potentially, like, a Jigen or so, he'd automatically be absolutely elite. Not only because of the fact that he has, of course, the speed and strength, but his planning. Intelligence. His, his planning there you go. And, and tel- yeah, it's off the charts. So now if you give him Otsutsuki-level of Otsuki level feats, like Otsuki level physical abilities, it would just be off the train. Imagine a three man team of Naruto, Sasuke, and Shikamaru potentially going into anything. That right there in itself would be absolutely amazing. Like Bump putting <laughs> Bump putting Shikamaru on on Jigen level, just have him in the same level as Naruto and Sasuke, and let them do a drill together, bro. That right there would be top tier entertainment. And even Shikamaru team up with characters like Boruto and Kawaki, that right there would just be absolutely fire. But I think that right there should kind of be supplemented by Shikadai Melo because <laughs> he's supposed to be the new generation right, Shikamaru. Right. But yeah, I ain't gonna lie, that right there would definitely be something that I definitely want to see, one hundred percent. Well, I mean. Yeah, I hear what you're saying is about uh, it should be like Shikadai because he's a new generation. But I think Shikamaru will be a better choice because Shikamaru is more seasoned. Like you said, Shikamaru has that intelligence, that battle experience. He fought in the Great Ninja War. His shadow paralysis is on a different level. So if you give him more jutsu that he can uh, obtain and like and and work with, he'll probably have to practice with it for a little bit. But I think Shikamaru will be one of the deadliest ninjas if you give him the power behind his intelligence. He'll be as like a Sasuke 2.0 because you know Sasuke's smart as hell too when it comes to planning and strategizing. He'll be a he'll, yeah he'll be like a step above Sasuke. He'll be like an amped up Sasuke if you want to put it that way. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily go that far because Sasuke himself has a lot more abilities, but. In regards to just the yeah, the modification, like if you give him some some abilities, like if he had more abilities than just his shadow paralysis jutsu and stuff like that, if he yeah. had more abilities on him, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. He'll be like an amped up Sasuke if you give him more, you know, abilities. But yeah, so uh, I feel, Sasuke. I feel, I feel. But I personally believe, like as you said, same thing, going same lines as you went. If hypothetically we had a hundred percent trust in a model, I personally believe that we should essentially modify the generals first. Like, all the big names in the actual Hidden Lethal is not necessarily the next generation. The people that we know 100% is going to be not only loyal to the Hidden Lethals, but also has a lot of experience inside the Hidden Lethals. As you said, Shikamaru, you got the former Kage, Kakashi, and Tsunade. You also uh-huh. got some other big names that's also very close to Naruto. I believe the generals of the Hidden Lethals, they should all be gods here. If that's the case, then I think everything else comes from that. Now, of course... This all hinges on the trust of Amato because I, I feel like as of right now, you ask Sasuke, yo, it can let Amato just completely like 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 redo your whole body, give you a bunch of abilities. He may not be completely open to that, and even as you was talking about Shikamaru, he may not actually be open with that either. If you if you recall, Amato came in literally and strapped a bomb around Shikamaru's son's neck, so. Just getting the trust level there, I feel like, is going to be the biggest thing. But I have no doubt in my mind that Amato can potentially do something like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, yeah, like you said, it goes about on the trust of Amato. So, how far can we trust Amato? Can we trust him as far as we can throw him? Or can we tr- not trust Amato at all? This last episode, <laughs> yo, you, you, had me, you had me cracking up, too. I had wanted to bring this up, but we haven't been on, um, on live in a, in, a, in a while, so I kind of forgot about it. Um, <laughs> you did the episode review for the next episode that's coming up, and yeah. he was like, for some reason, I blame um, 
Kodahamu. Kodahamu yeah. for him getting kidnapped, bro. I, I don't oh, know if you saw, because I know you don't be reading your comments, but I had commented in your comment section, bro. I was dead. I was like, yo, this guy is an idiot. <laughs> yo, for real, bro. Yo, if yo, first things first, we all think that Amato might be having, might have something up his sleeve. He might be strong and stuff like that. But I'm just thinking logically, if someone were to actually drop the ball. Like the this like Amato is literally the football, bro. This guy has the most. He he has the power to bring down the ninja world. If anybody was to drop that football, it would be a character like Konohama, bro. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah. Well, <laughs> real, real quick, the fact that they just tossed him in there like that—that that shit was funny as hell. They just lifting him up real easy and tossing him in. <laughs> Facts, like, what is going on? Like, and we know, we know, we know, Amato got heart. Like, as you said, this man pulled up to the hidden leaf village with a bunch of like big dogs in this in the village. Like, he didn't care at all. Strapped the bombs around Shikamaro's son's neck. But piggybacking off of the Amato thing, you know, we understand how important that he is. I think the next level of importance, and especially when it comes to modifying other characters in the hidden leaf village and them not necessarily fully trusting Amato, another huge character that we have to keep an eye on is going to be Sumire because she in itself, she's actually learning all the things that Amato is actually doing. Like she's essentially by him every single day, learning a bunch of things. Hypothetically, if Sumire gets on that actual level, then she herself can actually modify a bunch of a bunch of characters in the Hidden Leaf Village and create a bunch of cyborgs for the Hidden Leaf Village, and it wouldn't necessarily be that lack of trust that we do have as of right now with Amato. I'm telling you, her character in the future is going to be absolutely huge. Yeah. So, so who do you think? Who do you think uh, they should? Um, the cyborg should be living. As I said, they gotta. They gotta. Modify all the generals: Shikamaru, Kakashi, Tsunade. But all if you could only bro. pick one, though, who would you pick? Kakashi, one hundred percent. I was going to say Kakashi too when you asked me the first time, but I'm like, ah, nah, I'm not going to say. I'm going to say somebody out of the box. Mm-hmm. Now, Shikamaru is definitely a very good candidate. I think again, when we talk about the planning and the tactic that Shikamaru, the tactics that Shikamaru could potentially do. It's on, along the same lines of along the same lines as as Kakashi. We need someone that someone that's going to actually be in the trenches, playing and actually fighting against Otsuki members to actually find their weaknesses and stuff like that. For example, right now Shikamaru, God bless his soul, he can't necessarily formulate a plan against a character like Damon because we understand the speed and strength just isn't there. Bump Damon's abilities. He might even just be able to thought blitz Shikamaru. If Shikamaru can actually be on the same level, speed and strength wise as characters like Cold, as characters like Damon, he may actually formulate plans to actually defeat them in actual battle. Because again, the best way to learn your opponent is actually in battle. Shikamaru can't necessarily get that information if he's just actually reading it off like a tablet or something like that. I feel like if he plus Kakashi, the the the, the level of tacticians that they are, if they can actually be in the trenches, that takes mm-hmm. it, it, it's just so much more important. That's facts. So if you think um, if he modified Kakashi. What do you think that, what kind of amps do you think they should give Kakashi? Do you think he should give him another Sharingan? Like, what kind of amps do you think they they should provide Kakashi if he was to be amplified? Give this man all of the Renegon abilities. All of the Renegon abilities? <laughs> all of them. What are we doing? All of them. Give this man Kamui. <laughs> you said, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's not even a question of what ability should we give Kakashi give him all of it <laughs> give him all of it bro. 
all of it. He already has a thousand juices. We understand that Kakashi understands how to utilize a bunch of abilities at the same exact time we see in the war. Give this man everything. <laughs> Give this man everything. Man. <laughs> no cap. Hey, that would be that would be dope, bro. But all right, so okay. So if they um give him everything, and he's stronger than Naruto, how uh, how can I how can I um put this question here? Okay, so I was watching Naruto. I was reading some of the manga, right? And they mm. said that okay, so this is this is kind of like going off topic as far as uh the modified humans and stuff like that. So we, yeah, turn up. Yeah. So all right. So I was watching. I was reading a manga, and um, it said that Naruto uses ninety eight percent of his chakra to um, to uh, fuck. What did they say? Ninety eight percent of his chakra is being used to um, keep Kurama uh, sealed. Not sealed, but to uh, damn. I can't get the word. I'm, I'm looking for a specific word, but it's not coming to my head. Um, contain. I'm just going to say contain Kurama. He had to use ninety eight percent of his chakra to keep that control over Korama. So now that Naruto uses a hundred percent of his chakra, if we stack the um sage mode on top of that, where do you think that he sits at compared to like Sasuke and all these other God tier characters? Do you think since Sasuke lost all uh, he just lost all of his abilities, he should still be as strong as he was before. And it was always stated that Naruto and Sasuke was kinda like neck and neck when it comes to strength. I I assume Naruto is just probably a tad bit stronger than Sasuke. But what do you think that Naruto's sitting now versus everybody else? Like all the other Kage and like, you know, Tsunade, Kakashi, characters like that. Well, one thing that we gotta understand, Sasuke and Naruto, they're still at the top of the tonal pole one hundred percent. Any Anything when it comes to power scaling, when it comes to list of power, they all have to run through Naruto and Sasuke. Even though respectfully they did actually get the nerfs, we still have to we still do have to understand like these guys are powerhouses. Even like at base, like Sasuke was a little like swapping hands with Otsuki members mm-hmm. in base, specifically Urashiki back in the day in base during a time skip arc. And of course, Naruto himself in base was swapping hands with Momoshiki. At mm-hmm. first, obviously, it didn't necessarily go the best, but still swapping hands with old Suzuki members so i think we have to understand that's where they are there at the top of the food chain but now specifically if we're just ranking sasuke and naruto i personally believe that sasuke is going to be the number one as of right now the gap would be even wider if sasuke would actually get another arm and even more wider if he get another arm built from scientific technology now again this right here is all assuming that naruto himself is going to stay the exact same now if you tell me hypothetically we had this conversation earlier that naruto potentially has six past stage mode i would then have to put naruto above um sasuke but again because we don't know i'm gonna put sasuke number one and then i'm gonna have naruto number two now the big question is going to be how much of a boost was karma and the reason why i ask this a lot of people are just gonna automatically say that he was essentially everything for naruto we never really seen naruto like without six pass sage mode and only using karma's chakra and abilities mm, for example true. we know 17 year old 16 year old naruto when he had the chakra mode it was essentially everything i always essentially compare this like a car you let's say naruto at 16 years at 16 years old was going 50 miles an hour mm-hmm. and he got like and, and then the chakra mode gave him like a 30 mile an hour boost now he's going 80 miles an hour He's going fast as hell. Mm-hmm. But base, what's it called? Base Naruto with six pass sage mode, that guy was probably going, what, 
like 200 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And then with Karma, you stack the 30 miles an hour onto it. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily that big of a boost as big it was boost, 50 yeah. miles an hour to 80 miles an hour. And now Facts. 200 miles an hour to 230 miles an hour. So Facts. how big of a boost did Karma actually give him? And I, again, I always, you got to break this down, man, because a lot of people are just going to assume that, hey, he got immensely strong and look at what he did versus Momoshiki. But he didn't only stack on Karma's chakra when he essentially flipped the switch in every single fight, he stacked on Karma's Chakra alongside the six-pass Sage mode. That right there is, you feel me? Again, so if he has six-pass Sage mode, he might still be above Sasuke, but only time can tell if he actually still does have that mode. Right. Um, I don't, so people in the chat correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Kakashi said that with uh, Karma's Chakra, uh, Naruto is 200 times stronger than Kakashi, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. I remember him saying that even without Karma's Chakra. It, He's four times it, um, stronger than him without Karma's Chakra. Yeah, something like that. He has four well, times well, the well, Chakra Reserves. True, true. But Big Mello joined the chat. What, oh, shit. What up, Mello? Damn, I thought I was incognito. I was like, hi. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm filling my chat. Yo, shh. Don't know I'm here. <laughs> I, was, I was cooking real quick. I had to, I had to finish cooking. Oh, my bad. <laughs> What's good? What's good? How you guys been? Yeah, we've been chilling. We've been chilling. We've been chilling. How how you been the past week? I, I heard you was live yesterday, and, and my guy free game joined and stuff like that. Oh yeah, we had a um a, a pretty interesting conversation. Um, you know, some clarity was made, which I always appreciate. Um, uh, yeah, good times, good times. I uh, just want. What were you guys just talking about? I have no idea. Sorry, well, um, we were... I had um, a subscriber hop on. Yeah, oh, did he? give me a doozy of a question like holy shit um but yeah oh shit it was like oh bro if you're still there can you come in and like rephrase it holy shit no it was like um so he was basically like how did borto oh fuck it was like it was like how did borto um unlock like how does he still have the joke on eye if it was slashed um that was that was kind of like the foundation of the question and he kind of tied into like you know dojutsu are connected to the genetics and then he gave an example of how sasuke replaced his eyes but then got itachi's eyes but then his genetics imprinted his um not only the pattern of his sharingan but the abilities of his sharingan onto somebody else's eyes um and maybe that has something to do with board like it got pretty deep um i think we came to like a definitive like conclusion with his theory It, it was very viable um, it was it was it was a very complex and great question, but um, 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 kiddo, if you're still um there, um, yeah, let let them know in chat. <laughs> Elaborate <laughs> if I'm butchering your theory. Well, but it was well, pretty, I, pretty cool. well I, I always assume with that specific situation that they didn't necessarily actually destroy Boruto's eye because we could potentially assume that you know that actually did come about because. Boruto had his Jogan out. The person assumed that, hey, there's no way that I could possibly get away, get around his Jogan. I have to destroy his Jogan. But it's definitely possible that Boruto potentially, or the person, didn't necessarily slash as hard as he should have to actually mm-hmm. destroy the eye. It might have just been a cosmetic thing where now he has a permanent scar on his eye for the rest of his life. It might not have just been, you feel me, just him like actually full-blown destroying the eye and the eye then coming back. It just might be the eye was always there and it just wasn't necessarily... As so, damaged as, as it should have been. Or so he, Kiddo had a counter to that, though. He said, um, and, and he, he drew on, like, the visual of the actual scar on Borto's face, how it's, like, kind of dug in. Yeah, it's kind of deep. Yeah. So I, I think that's a that's a pretty good hard counter. I mean, he, um, 
his argument was it was fucking solid. I, I, I mean, I to leave us, I'm sorry to cut you guys off, but yeah, to leave for a scar to stay present on your face like that, it has to be a very deep gash. Like, I don't know if you guys ever been cut on your face or cut around in your body. If you have a slight scratch on you, it's going to go away pretty fast. If you have a deep, yeah. like a deep gash, that gash can stay there for years. Like, I have something on my finger that I cut my finger when I was younger where I can see the like my the meat and bones in my finger. And I, that was happened when I was a kid. And I can still see the scar on my finger still to this day because that's how deep it was. So that makes a good point. So if he got slashed, his eye should have been destroyed because that's a deep enough. That's a deep enough slash for you to ruin the retinas and like completely sever the eye. Well, look I would at agree all with that. well, here's the thing. I could also well. I, I don't want to necessarily get too scientific or anything like that, but on your face, like your forehead bone and also your cheekbone is kind of like, it's like kind of protecting your eyeball in a way where if right. something actually goes down it, it's not necessarily going to go inside the eye unless mm-hmm. someone actually physically wants to actually go inside the eye. So the, the way the slash was, it doesn't necessarily look like it actually did that, but also it's also possible that the force is just hard enough where it did actually like graze the eye and stuff like that. But the thing that act, that me personally, the reason why I don't necessarily think that that right there was the case is that his eyelid seemed like it's still intact. You see what I'm saying? If it did truly like pierce the retinas and everything, the eyelid would be completely split open. Now it might be a certain situation where, Hey, his eyelid was so was sewn back together by soccer. And of course it was, it healed back together, but I don't know. Right. Yeah. Or it could be something towards know. the fact that, um, you know, all right. So remember when, uh, he was fighting Boro. And he completely got smashed. Like, Boro should have broke all the bones in that boy's body. And when Momoshiki took up, uh, control of his body, pretty much healed him. Like, he was completely 100% healed. He didn't have none of the damage or anything. And with the fight with uh, with Ishiki, when Momoshiki took over him, you remember, uh, sorry, you remember Ishiki pretty much snapped boy's arm in half. And when Momoshiki took over, his arm was completely healed. So that could be an, uh, that could be one thing too as well. He might have some type of like crazy regeneration abilities due to Momoshiki's possession. Like um, in the future, if he does take over Momoshiki's powers and like be able to find a way to uh, neg- negate the the um, the resurrection of Momoshiki through him, maybe he mm. takes Momoshiki's regen abilities and other other type of abilities that Momoshiki has. Maybe that's why the eye. Or it could be possible that this eye is, uh, you know, an elite eye and is strong to the point where it takes more than just trying to gash this eye out or trying to cut this eye to destroy it. Because it's supposed to be a top tier um, dojutsu, you know. So who knows what type of abilities this dojutsu possess? Who knows what type of abilities um, Boruto is going to possess in the future when he <laughs> takes mastery of the karma? So, it, I mean, it's all headcanon, you know, at the end of the day. But right. if you take it to the point where he was able to heal his whole body after um, he got stomped out and all his bones broken, it could be plausible that he has some type of regen abilities. So um, so my community is like um, super elite. <laughs> so um, we... <laughs> We kind of, like, parsed out a lot of details with this, right? So, um, in terms of, like, you know, the damage to the eyelid, I think Kakashi is an excellent, you know, example of this. Like, visually, we can look at his situation. I mean, they're already copying his swagger with the whole, you know, one-eye dojutsu slash thing. So, Mm -hmm. um, visually, in terms of that, you know, we know that Kakashi got cut deep. It was deep enough to destroy his original eye, but the Mm -hmm. eyelid is still intact throughout the entirety of the series. I think Mm -hmm. um, that's a great example. Um, another one would be um, um, so, um, a lot. Real quick, people... hold, real quick. 
Real, real yes. quick, specifically with the Kakashi thing, <laughs> specifically with the Kakashi thing, we don't know if Kakashi's eye could have potentially healed. Now, at that specific moment, yes, Kakashi was completely blind. But we know from real-world situations, you can potentially get hit in the eye, and you're blind for a couple of days and potentially even blind for like a week or even a month. At that specific day, like that same time, they literally took his eye out. So it might be a certain situation where Boruto is blind for a couple of days and, and then he gets his eyesight back. But we, we just don't necessarily completely know the Kakashi situation because he just got rid of his eye, like completely ditched it and didn't even allow yeah, it any time to actually heal. So two, two clarifying questions with that. Um, one, you would say that that slash definitively and objectively destroyed the eye. Now, if it could be healed later, that's another story. But, you know, an eye that can be healed is an eye that is damaged to begin with. Otherwise, it can't yeah. be healed. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so the eye was damaged to the point where um, it, it was it wasn't functional. That's an objective fact. And the um, the eyelid would have been sliced open in order for that damage to have occurred, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Now, what could have happened later on, um, you know, up up until interpretation, maybe you know, Ren could have healed it, so on and so forth. But what we do know objectively is the eye was slashed, the eyelid was um, uh, pierced um, in two. And then to the point where the eye was damaged and rendered non-functional. So that's all factual. Um, and, and I think Kakashi, in terms of visuals, is an excellent aesthetic to compare to Borto with that. Um, but but um, the community, um, they, they, they put up some interesting points. Like, um, aside from um, um, Kiddo's theory, which was an excellent theory, um, I think someone in my community, I forgot your name, sorry, bro, but um, they drew a comparison to like, okay, you know, Boruto, he doesn't have the eye activated, it's closed in the flash forward scene, mm-hmm. but he only triggers it when the karma seal is active, so is it possible that he can only use the Jogon in tandem with the karma seal in the future because... He did have like future. one eye closed in the in that flash forward scene, right? Yeah, and he, and he only used it um, when the karma seal went over it and he opened his eye, and he's, you know, I'm still a shinobi. Um, so is it possible that he, he he can only use the Jogun after it's cut um, in tandem with the Karma Seal? And then another point that was brought up in the community um, in one of the previous live streams was um, how is it that he got the actual visible slash to begin with if the Karma Seal has the healing factor, like you mentioned, Free Game, mm-hmm. where he, he breaks his arm and then mm-hmm. he gets healed from that. And even going back to like Kawaki sparring with Boruto and then Kashi Koji's like, oh, the Karma Seal we see that like the, the scars on Borto's hand and the palm of his hand actually heal um, right. automatically. So, um, you know, why did he get the scar to begin with if he had the healing factor? And then the third part to that would be, um, we brought up, um, okay, so Momoshiki, we know that he's consciously aware of things within the karma, similar to Karama's uh, situation. Um, so is it possible that... Momoshiki is consciously choosing when and when not to heal Boruto. A, um, so this is a conscious thing that's happening. It's not just like some um, technology-based, you know, programming within the karma. So it's, it's Momoshiki is doing. And if that is the case, maybe Amato's pills suppress Momoshiki's consciousness, which prevented him from healing Boruto. So, so it gets pretty fucking um, interesting. But yeah, my community is pretty elite. So she- Shout out to you guys. No, well, you call them the dreamers, right? Or, or I don't know. Hell, you had a dream team, baby. The dream team. Dream team. Yo, big shout out to the dream team. But big shout out. My, person, <laughs> my personal opinion about the situation is that I don't think that Boruto has the healing ability by himself. Now, as you said, 
Momoshiki might be on, on some sort of time where he just chooses the way he wants to pop out and actually heal Boruto, but hypothetically, if Boruto was actually healed in battle, he may have actually, like, sustained that injury, like, permanently because Momoshiki didn't necessarily choose to actually heal Boruto. Now, for a free game set, it's definitely possible. Momoshiki came down and healed his eye, obviously because Momoshiki wants the Joker. That's probably why he actually gave Boruto the Karma Seal. Another complete different, different theory in, my, in myself because he's pretty much seen Boruto had the Jogan. But that's completely besides the point. I personally believe that Momoshiki isn't necessarily able to actually heal Dojutsu. Because if, if you recall, back in the day when he was actually fighting against Momoshiki, um, when he was actually fighting against Naruto and Sasuke, he got stabbed in a couple of, of Dojutsus and he wasn't necessarily able, able to, to actually heal, heal the Dojutsu. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't necessarily on the spot. So I don't know about that completely, but. At that particular time, we've seen that, uh, as you said, the scar wasn't healed. So even if Momoshiki had that ability, he probably didn't actually go there to actually heal the eye. Which makes me believe that the, the, the gash or whatever it was wasn't necessarily strong enough. Now, you guys bring up the point that Boruto seemed like he had one eye closed. Now, I personally believe that that right there was just for aesthetics, number one, but also because his eye was actually slashed. There might have actually been some actual nerve and muscle damage in that slash, which actually, which actually like force, forces more energy, more energy to actually be given to the eye to actually open it for Boruto. That that right there is my opinion. But again, overall, I just, I just personally believe that the gas wasn't necessarily deep enough to actually damage the eye. And if it was technically deep enough to actually damage the eye, that eye in itself wasn't necessarily the Jogan. For example, Boruto, right before the actual slash actually came, he may have actually deactivated the Jogan, potentially got rid of that eye, got another eye, and then, again, as you said, the DNA, the Jogan can still pop up. I'm playing the fast flash forward scene on a live right now. I don't think it's for aesthetics, bro. He's talking with this eye closed. Like, he pulls up. Hold on, I'm, I'm going to bring it back. I don't know if you guys are watching the live right now. Peep the live real quick. He's standing there, eye closed, as you can see. He's continuing to talk, eye still closed. It goes to this scene with him, and then it goes back to Boruto, eye still closed. That's that 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 scratch isn't really that deep though, if you look at it. But look, the eyes stay closed until he, I think he puts on the headband, and then he puts on the headband, and then after he puts it on, he activates his karma cell, and opens that eye. See, I so couldn't it be now. um, couldn't it be a little bit of both though? Couldn't it? Be, well, it's obviously an aesthetic choice. I mean, it, it's a cool aesthetic. I mean, Kakashi, obviously, right? But um, so it's both aesthetic and it's it's functional, um, in terms of the theory being plausible. Um, and th there's another like maybe the eye was active when it got damaged, and then like he similar to Kakashi or Asasuke who can't deactivate yeah, I was about the to say, dojutsu. Can't de deactivate it. Yeah, I was about to bring that up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe the damage caused it to be permanently um, activated, so it keeps it closed, similar to a Kakashi <laughs> in that situation. Yo, somebody so, put yeah. in the chat. Kawaki has the same pole G you can beat him with. <laughs> Bruh, why you do that, bro? Why, why, why? That's so tragic. Yo, it's true though. He does have that same. Pole. So that that brings up another another question that I wanted to ask. Bar, I seen that you posted uh, a video. Uh, I think this was on your burner channel. You posted a video. <clears throat> Uh, what if Kawaki had the Byakugan? And that's um, I, I thought that was dope that you made a video about that because I brought up. I'm. Do you remember um, Melo when we was talking about this? When I was like, what if Kawaki got Ashiki's Dojutsu, the Dharma Will, 
or whatever they call it, the Dharmagon, whatever they want to fan call it. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I didn't watch the video bar. I'm not even going to lie to you. I didn't have time to watch it. But I seen, because you make the coldest thumbnails, my dude. Like, <laughs> that thumbnail was fucking cold. So, yeah, like, you had him with both Byakugan and both eyes, though. Like, how do you, what do you think? Like, do you think it would be colder if he had, like, the Dharma will and the Byakugan? Kind of like how Ishiki had? Yeah, well, you know, bump the Byakugan. If he had the Dharma will, that would be colder. Like, like what, what are you doing? Guy, bro. <laughs> bump the Byakugan, but... Hey, Byakugan already leave, though. Yeah, well, the question basically arose like this, and I want to ask you guys the same question that someone asked me in the chat. You know, when I when I stream, I, I look at the chat a lot more instead of actually talking. I'm just too I'm just too wrapped up in the conversation. But someone asked me specifically, do I think that Kawaki would actually gain a Byakugan? I personally said that I think it's definitely possible because, as the com the the question basically stated, Kawaki is already eighty percent Otsutsuki. Like hypothetically, if someone became eighty percent Uchiha, it would definitely be a possibility of them unlocking yeah. the Sharingan. Right. Now, hypothetically, with Boruto and Kawaki, because we understand that they, in the future, both still have the karma, so if they mm-hmm. eventually become one hundred percent Otsutsuki, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be out of the realm possibility of them again getting a Byakugan. What do you guys think? No, actually, I don't think it's in in the realm in the possibility for him to obtain the Byakugan. I don't think he is mm. going to get it though. Um, just from the flash forest sequence, it doesn't seem like he has a Byakugan. But you make a good point. But remember, that's like an old sixteen and seventeen. That's true. That's an old Suski. That's like um like one of the like the Osuski staples, like the Byakugan. Every Osuski has a Byakugan, so it's it's tangible. I don't see why it would be impossible for either Kawaki or well. More is more so Boruto because Boruto's half Hyuga and he's began beginning to be get uh Osusified. He's becoming more Osuski, he's eighty percent right now. So if anybody would be a lock a Byakugan, I think it would be more likely Boruto than, you know, Kawaki. But you make a good point though, because he is eighty percent Osuski and that's the Osuski's like, you know, that's that's them. They all have Byakugans. So, um Um I do agree with you, Bara. Um so the Byakugan, the Hugo clan stem, um, you know, foundationally from the from the um, Otsutsuki, right. and the Byakugan, all the all the all the dojutsu really are Otsutsuki dojutsu. That's correct. So yeah, so if if Kawaki, it's not even a matter of if he is be, he had his genetics has been rewritten to that of the Otsutsuki about eighty plus or so percent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, one hundred percent possible. Um, I, I see no reason, but you know, you always have to worry what's possible and what's plausible. Will right. they do it? Probably not. Is it possible theoretically? One hundred percent. So yeah. yeah. Um, but the the Byakugan, um, it we okay. So Momoshiki's Byakugan has future sight. So I'm curious to see the writers for some. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. The Byakugan to me is kind of lame. It looks lame to me. Um, it's always been kind of boring to me, kind of plain. Um, but the writers seem to have a hard on for it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think they're going to add new abilities to the Byakugan that's going to elevate it. Like, I would not to the level of the uh, Shotgun in terms of coolness. I don't think that'll ever happen. But, um, you know, we already introduced Future Sight into it with Momoshiki. What else that are they going to add on to it in the future? We know the Jogan has Future Sight let me, definitively. Let me, so. let me piggyback so, yeah. off of that real quick. So about the Byakugan, Byakugan, yeah, I agree with you. Like it, it has it's lackluster. They really hyped it up at the beginning of the series to be like this elite eye, and to only put more focus on the Sharingan because the Sharingan had more cooler abilities. Correct. 
But the Byakugan is typically, you can say the Byakugan is overpowered because Byakugan's main um, main effects is to shut off the chakra pathways. So every if everybody uses chakra, if you're shutting off the chakra pathways, that means that you can't fight like a normal ninja would technically fight. So, for instance, if a person who is well-versed with the Byakugan fights somebody who's well-versed, well-versed with the Sharingan, if they're fast enough so you know uh that the, their sharigan prowess can't, can't react with their movements then theoretically the person with the byakugan will come up ahead of the person with the sharigan because if he cuts off all the chakra pathways then that sharigan deactivates because they need that chakra pathway to activate their sharigan and they can no longer use it so therefore technically the byakugan in a way is superior than the sharigan the sharigan just has more hacks but when you're talking about its main objective I believe that the Byakugan is superior to the Sharingan just in that fact that the the Byakugan can pretty much shut down the the uh, Sharingan if you hit the right chakra pathways and knock, all, knock hit all those correct chakra points, which most of them normally do. Yeah, I see what you say. My my big point with the Byakugan and my big my biggest contention against the Byakugan has always been the fact that we've never really gotten to see an elite ninja. With a Byakugan. Now, we, of course, we've seen Besides Otsuzuki members with the Byakugan, but one of the things that we did actually notice with the Biyaku, with, with Otsuzuki members is that they rarely use their dojus to the fullest extent of their mm-hmm. abilities. Mm-hmm. Abilities, Of course, minus Ishiki Otsuzuki because the Dharma Gan or whatever you guys want to call it, that right <laughs> there is something completely different. We've seen, we've seen multiple times where we've seen Otsuzuki members in a fight and they just do not activate their, do not mm-hmm. activate their Byakugans, and when they do, they rarely use like the abilities to actually target chakra points. So yeah, hypothetically, if there was a certain, and I've always been saying this, I don't. This right here is like a hot take of mine. I personally believe that Neji, from his his disputes when he was in a tuning exam, should have actually gone rogue. If he were to actually go on rogue and actually join the Akatsuki per se, they may have actually, you feel me, dove a lot deeper into the abilities of the Byakugan, which again was never really explained fully. And I personally believe that they could have added a bunch of things, not only to the character of Neji, but just to the Byakugan, that would have given it a lot more respect than it does have as of right now. As Melo says, he doesn't really like it, he thinks it's boring. And you can't necessarily blame Melo because we haven't necessarily seen the Byakugan used to the fullest extent of its ability. Yeah. Now, if you come out and you basically tell me tomorrow that, hey, um, Neji now, or not Neji now, um, a, <laughs> a Hugo member now has the ability to see someone's future, I wouldn't be surprised if you tell me a Hugo member now has the ability to just target people's chakra points, not even by physical attacks, just by a Byakugan Genjutsu. I wouldn't be surprised. These are things that could have actually happened and it, just for regular ninjas and not just for Otsuki members who rarely use their dojutsus, I think they definitely should have dived a lot deeper into the Byakugan. Yeah, so, but uh, it another, seems like they put uh, more focus onto the Sharingan. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Now, another thing that I would definitely want to talk, because we were talking about um, Kawaki and Boruto potentially getting a Byakugan in the future... First things first, I don't necessarily think that they're going to be going through any Huga training in the future, so <laughs> they're probably not necessarily going to unlock it like 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 soon. I think if they were to but unlock Boruto it, probably be like has one... some type of Huga training. He knows a gentle fist. He knows a, he knows a couple of the techniques. He just can't use it to yeah. its full extent because he don't have the yeah. You guys remember though, right? Yeah, definitely. But, um, but the the, the oh, remember we can tap into O2 Supi knowledge now apparently ah, so. Yeah, he has a point. Yeah, there. so and, yeah, and we know Momoshiki during the Naruto fight before he he went KCM, he was he was he was targeting pressure points. Mm-hmm. So they know. So I think we can kind of transplant. Okay, Hugo style type jutsu, gentle fist, 
I believe the OT Supi know that. Clearly, Mama she demonstrated that. And we can tap into their memories and gain their abilities. So your theory about Kawaki unlocking the um, Byakugan using um, Gentle Fist-esque techniques to um, cut off other people's dojutsu playing into a free game and I were talking about in the last um, uh, podcast or, or stream, it's all possible. It's all possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, but I think they have to go through specific Hugo training. I don't necessarily think it's just gentle fist training. I think there's a specific type of training that Hugo members have to go through, but I'm not completely sure. I, again, I haven't seen the, the the original Naruto and Naruto Shippuden in a minute. I'm trying to rewatch them both right now. But not only that... Like I don't think it's... Sorry to cut you off. I don't think it's like a... Mm-hmm. Uh, like a like say like a course they have to go through they just train mm. like regular ninjas train they just train to strengthen their byakugan because i remember a little bit of the naruto series and it was mostly just neji uh sparring with uh, uh hinata. hinata yeah he was just sparring with hinata they was just trying to strengthen their byakugan so it wasn't mm. like no like rituals they had to go through or any special type of they just had to learn how to use a gentle fist that rotating the rotating palms like there's certain techniques that the hugas uh, specialize in. That's what they were basically getting trained on. And Boruto and Himawari was training with, uh, I can't remember what um, his sister, what uh, Gr- his grandfather and Hinabi. Yeah, and Hinabi. Yeah, he did, they was training with them since they was little. So they got the Hyuga training. That's basically they definitely, they definitely got that training. Yeah, Naruto really didn't train, um, train Boruto like he should have because he was too busy being Hokage. Boruto got most mm. of his training from the Hyugas, from his grandpa and Hinabi, like uh, Melo said. I see what you mean. Now, another question I had, not necessarily from the from the um, from the chat. This is right, me piggybacking off of that question. We seen Hagaromo. We seen Hagaromo, who was fifty percent Otsuki, unlock the Byakugans first. Essentially, as damn it, well, he unlocked that first, but as a grown man, unlocked the Sharingans as well. Just like the Byakugan, do you think it's possible for the, for both of them to unlock the Sharingan as well? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yo, Hagaromo had fifty percent unlocked both of them. <laughs> so this is what I would say. With um, yes. You think That's so? Possible. I think, I think so too. <laughs> hundred percent. So. Look, I look, I think, look. I think I think we're just. I think that's just too much right there. Let, no, it, let, 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 it might be too much. They might not do it, but is it possible? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so let's have fun with the hypothetical. So, um, look, again, all these dojutsu stem from the O2 Suki. There's nothing saying that um, Kaguya, uh, look, Kaguya had the shot, the shot ridden gun. She had the Biaku gun, so on and so forth. Um, we know definitively if you, you have O2 Suki DNA, in terms of writing, you can play around with that. You can give you can give them any dojutsu, any dojutsu. Rinnegan, Shiningan, um, um t- maybe Tensei Gun. It gets a little dicey because it's like a fusion of t- yeah. two bloodlines. Shiningan, Biakon, so on and so forth. So you can definitely give them any dojutsu. Hell, you can give them Ishiki's visual prowess if you wanted to. Honestly, um, there's no reason saying that you can't. All we know is that you know it's an Otsuki dojutsu. They have Otsuki uh, DNA. There you go. Um, so, yeah, it seems like some <laughs> dojutsus though are specific to some Osuskis though. It doesn't seem like all of them share the same like the same dojutsu. Like yeah, they all have the Renegon, but all of the Renegons had different abilities. Like um, for instance, like Ishiki, he can uh, he can absorb chakra. We didn't see um, what's what's Momoshiki. Uh, sorry, yeah, Moshiki. Yeah, Momoshiki. Momoshiki, he can absorb chakra. Uh, he had it on his hand, which is fucking weird. Um, 
what's uh damn what's the uh urashiki 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 yeah. his yeah. renegon had different abilities where he can change colors he can go back in time he can go forward in time none of the other uh um osuskis that we saw had that type of ability so it seems like to a certain extent that each um each osuski at least the ones that we saw has different abilities well remind me though did um did kenshiki did he have a byakugan Yo, yes. yo, yeah, he had he had a Byakugan. The question, the, the big, the biggest question with with Kenshiki, my personal opinion, he had a Byakugan, but did he have a Renegon? And the reason why I'm asking, did he have a Renegon or, and even a Sharingan, is because we've seen clearly seen him use the time space ninjutsu come in, uh, in about mm-hmm. I think episode 15, and I'm like, yo, is that an ability of the Byakugan again? Like, Are you sure that was if, Kenshiki, or do, do you think it was Momoshiki? No, it was definitely Kenshiki. One hundred percent Kenshiki. Oh. So again, can a can a can a regular Hugo member right now learn time and space ninjutsu because of the Byakugan? Wait, again, hold up, though, hold up. Maybe that's just an Osusa thing because <laughs> Momoshiki he didn't think, get a yeah. Renegon or anything until he fused with Kenshiki. And he, I think um, he was opening up portals to different dimensions as well, if I'm not mistaken. No, nah, no. Nah. He still he still had a whole Renegon before Kenshiki, remember? Ishiki, yeah, yeah, uh, Ishiki was able to open up dimensions, and he had no Renegon. The, you talking about Karmacil Ishiki? Yeah, he was but, still... Um, no, but, Ishiki. But, no, no, no. No, not Kar- no Karmacil on Ishiki. I'm talking about the Osuski Ishiki. Wasn't he able... Oh, no, no, no. I'm lying. I'm sorry. No, Boruto brought him into that dimension. Sorry. Yeah, never mind. But remember... But also remember, Barbie's talking about the Byakugan, not the Rinnegan. Um, I mean, you know, talking about being able to open dimensions, though. No, no, you're right. Ishiki did open portals. Ishiki did open portals. Yeah, without the Karma Seal. No, 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 without the Karma Seal. Oh yeah, after um, Kashi and Koji, right? Yeah, after he after he finished smoking on Kashi and Koji's pack, he went straight to the Heavenly Seal. So you might be honest with you. I think we can just do a quick um, search on like the wiki, like like because there's an actual name for that space, um, um, time traveling, um, time traveling, dimension um, warping, whatever the fuck you guys want to say. Oh, that's there's an actual name for that's really. This is a good yeah, it's question. really complicated. Sorry to, sorry to cut you off. Somebody put maybe certain yeah. Osuskis have different dojusus depending on their hierarchy in the clan. That could be a that could be a possibility. Interesting, but not um no no way to prove it. Nothing but yeah, definitely it, interesting. Yeah, no, but it's a different. It's, that's an interesting uh, conclusion. I, I think Barbie definitely makes a great point. Um, I, I've always been curious about this though. Um, we know the Shotgun. It has like a um, a hierarchy in terms of where, like, okay, so there's the Shotgun. Then you get your various different tomos. Okay, cool, fine. But then you get like the Mangekyo, and then you can evolve into the um. The Eternal Mangekyo, and then subsequently there you can go to the Raining Gun if all the conditions are met, and then even going with the Tensei Gun, you know you combine Hyuga and Otsutsuki, you get the Tensei Gun within the Byaku Gun. Um, so there's like these like um, fusion elements of um, certain genetics that kind of produce new dojutsu. Um, there could be an infinite number of dojutsu as far as we know, um, but even going to Urashiki, he had a Byaku Gun that went to a Rinnegan that went from a purple, I mean, a blue Rinnegan to a red Rinnegan, his eyes were doing all kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> Whereas the, where we know the, the Rinnegan is, is, is within the family of the Shotgun, not the Byakugan. So why, how the hell is he skipping the Shotgun from a, it, it gets weird. Like he has a, he has a Byakugan, then he goes into a Rinnegan. It's like, what's going on with this guy? Bro, right. 
yo, I'm gonna tell you right, Mel. I'm gonna tell you right now. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a shine gone. I wouldn't be I surprised would. at all. I wouldn't either. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> if there was a certain situation where he needed the Sharon gun, he may have actually pulled it out. The reason why I say I'm not, I'm not necessarily surprised is what you said, of course, the Sharon gun goes to the running gun, but also the first time that we did see Urushiki fight, he didn't necessarily use all of his dojutsus. He doesn't necessarily use all of his dojutsus in the same exact fight. Now, this right here may have actually been possible because he's an old Suzuki. It may have been possible because he'd been going around stealing a bunch of people's chocolate with that fishing hook, but we understand <laughs> that Urushiki has a lot of abilities, and him picking up a couple extra dojutsus is definitely not a surprise to me right exactly hey uh there's another question in the chat as well um it kind of went up there but um it was talking about the time skip when you, if you guys can give i remember you did actually i believe you did a video on this uh Barra, um about the time yeah. skip and the potential of when the time skip would happen i believe it was uh jump festa you said they might be um they might be uh saying something about they, it regarding the time skip did they ever i don't I, you never did a follow-up on that Jump Festa is in in, in a month. I oh, think it's okay. December so it hasn't, 20th, hasn't if I'm not mistaken. Okay. No, no, no. I, no, first thing, they're 100% going to be talking about the time skip. They're not going to be able to leave Jump Festa without talking about the time skip, bro. There's going to be reporters everywhere, bro. I'm telling <laughs> you right now, we're going to get a quote about about the time skip because last year, almost, almost a full year ago, 11 months ago, they said the time skip is close. They're, they didn't necessarily say that. They said something along the lines of that, but they said it was close. You see what I'm saying? So it's 11 months later. It's nowhere to be found. So 100%, <laughs> they got to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, dope, uh, dope. close 11 months. I mean, a year can still be close. It just depends on what they consider to be close. <laughs> yeah. So I've, I've said this so many times on my stream. Um, I do not care about the, the time skip at all. It happens when it happens. Um, I, I'm more like there. There's some people who just they cannot wait to get to that flash forward scene, and I'm not one of those people. I I enjoy the journey. So I like I want I want at least can we please get some movies with these with, with this era Man, of Boruto that when they're so That was going to be kids? my next question for you guys. I was yeah, going to bring bro. that up. Like, how do you guys feel? Like, I think we're like totally overdue for a movie. Yeah, again, 100%. if they. If there were to be a movie that would be made, it would be announced at Jump Fest 100%. That's See, the thing, about, yeah, the thing about Boruto, for me, is that they just have not done it yet. And with Naruto, they were just generating movies every single, like, damn near every single year or every single right. three years or something like that. And Boruto just has not done it yet. I think that Boruto may actually just be one of those animes that just doesn't have a movie. Of course, everybody would absolutely love a movie. My personal opinion is that if they do do a movie, it has to be canon. I want it to be canon to the level yeah. of, like, the tuning exam. Now, I want to make this a very heavy disclaimer. If it is something that's going to be in the storyline of the anime, like the anime is actually going to make videos about it, we cannot make that 50 episodes into board, <laughs> like, down the line. It cannot be that, because everybody's going to be waiting for that to actually be animated, just like they were waiting for the tuning exam to actually be animated. I don't think that both of you guys were around when Boruto was actually first first coming out, and that we actually get, did get to see, like, the first 50 episodes of the Boruto <laughs> anime. Every single arc, it's like, yo, when are we going to get to see the tuning exam? <laughs> like, it, it, was just, it was just too much. So if they, if they did make a movie, what would you guys like to see in a movie? In chat, if you guys would like to see anything, put it in the chat. What would you like to see them? What type? What would you like to see them cover in a movie if they did come out with a movie sometime in the future? 
I just talked for about like three minutes straight. Mellow got to go. Why you putting me on the spot, bro? Like, my voice is bad. Um, I have not given it much thought. I'm going to be honest with you. I have not given it much thought. If, if I don't know, man. Just give me some side character development. Give me some um, Metal Lee. Give me some um, some of these characters who, who, who aren't even of worth to pass the rinky dink ass force of death during the Boruto era. Like, just give me some of them. All I want is a, is a badass villain that kind of, you know, I, I would say this. Okay. I want to see Barry and Mulligan. And because of the circumstances in which we are right now in the series, we ain't seeing that anytime soon, if at all, ever. Um, so I want them to kind of choose a specific time period right before, like, the Ishiki battle. I don't know. It doesn't have to be canon for me personally. But, like, um, I want to see Barry and Mode or some pseudo Barry and Mode or something of the sort. Um, I want a villain that can challenge um, Naruto and Sasuke. But then underneath him, um, I want the actual kind of antagonist of the movie um, with good development, right? He's not going to be like the strongest, but maybe he's the son of the strongest. And then he challenges our side characters. He has some lieutenants or generals that can challenge like Metal Lee, Dinky, so on and so forth. So they get their little... Um, 15, 20 second um, dope ass choreography fights. All we need to do is give them some moments. Nothing long or flashy, but just some cool fucking choreography. And I think we'll be happy with the side characters. And then have um, Team 7 incorporate Kawaki. Um, maybe Kawaki still has a karma seal at this time, um, depending on when you want to do the, um, the, the, the timing of it. So, you know, Borto and um, uh, um, Kawaki can kind of use like some. You know, unison Rasengan type shit like that. I think that'd be cool. Maybe like a tease um, of Sarada's um, Mangekio or some shit like that. Right. Um, or like, or you know, just kind of have like the I don't know, some something just really dope shit like that. I think would be pretty cool. Just off the top of my head. What I no, like definitely. That's not. Oh, rock out, rock out. No, my bad. I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, what I would like to say. Nah, why just, I bring oh. up that, that that question is because um, there is potential for them to make quite a few movies because we have novels that they haven't adapted into the anime. And me, I believe, remember the stream we did with Naruto Explained, Borrow, when I was asking, like, yo, how would they even be able to fit some of these novels into the series? Because, for one, um, Naruto doesn't have Kurama no more, and Sasuke doesn't have his Renegon anymore. So how would they fit that? Because most of the novels incorporate, well, except for uh, Sasuke, uh, Sasuke Shinden, um, that one, he doesn't really use his Renegon powers in, so they could make, they could fit that into the series. But they have one, um, they, they can do the whole novel with Naruto getting that chakra illness. And we can bring, that's a great way they can bring back Kurama. It can bring, they can do it like they, they're doing it like a flash, like a flashback kind of sort of like movie, like where it's like, um, it's canon, but it's in like the beginning of Boruto, middle of Boruto, before he loses Kurama. They can do that chakra illness then and have Sasuke go out to find the, uh, the particle crystals and, uh, they can adapt uh, Shikamaru's um, novel into the movie as well. So it, they can they have the opportunity to make an elite movie if they wanted to using the novels without having to place the novels into the uh, Boruto anime and making it uh, like having to force it to make sense. You know what I'm saying? Because if they added that novel into the Boruto anime now, it wouldn't make no sense because the reason why that Naruto has that illness is because of all the tail beasts inside of him in that sanctuary. They kind of make him, they give him that sickness. They give him that stage of six path sickness. So I think that would be like an elite movie if they actually took that 
and they place it in uh, actual movie setting. You probably wouldn't get too much of Naruto and Kurama um, going all out because Naruto doesn't fight nowhere in, in that uh, novel, but you will still get to have Kurama back into the story. No, I completely understand. I, I wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing because, again, these are novels. Like, these are actually canon. A lot of people just don't know about it. So, of course, bringing this attention to some people would definitely be something absolutely amazing. Now, <clears throat> my personal idea with, with, with a movie, I always thought that an Otsutsuki background movie would probably be absolutely that like, be, fire. Like, yeah, like, be fire. and. and yeah, like for the storyline, I don't necessarily think it has to be like something any like anything too set. Yo, by the way, Keto Maki is in a chat. What's good, big Keto Maki? If you got yo, if some of you guys probably don't know Keto Maki. Yeah, I always talk to Keto Maki on Twitter. One of my favorite guys to talk about, to talk to on Twitter. But th- with with the Otsuki thing, I think it could possibly be a movie that spans for like throughout multiple generations. Obviously, there there should be like an actual plot, but I think there should be a part of the movie that actually spans like and tells a story. Of the Otsuki clan, from Kage Otsuki to Momoshiki Otsuki to Urushiki Otsuki and also to Ishiki Otsuki, mm-hmm. why did Kage and Ishiki Otsuki break up? What was Momoshiki's background? Why is Momoshiki held up. at a higher esteem? Just a they bunch of information about the Otsuki and stuff. Like... Fell in love with that human wing. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, what's it called? So, I, 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 Otsuki movie where you just tell the background, bro. I think that that right there would be super fire, man. Kind of like a um, like, like Dragon Ball Z, like uh, like like Bardock type shit. Like we go back to like the Saiyans and how, yeah. I think I I've drawn comparisons between like the Saiyans and how they, you know, they, you know, I I believe that there there are gods above the Otsuki. So I I you know drawing a comparison to like Frieza and how she um she how he was running the Saiyans and how they would go to planet. I always thought Frieza was a girl too though. Wipe them out. <laughs> Got a planet, wipe them out, um, and then have them on the sale for um on, on the black market for sale. Similar to what the Otsuzuki do, right? They have someone, in my theory, a guy that runs them. They go to different dimensions, different worlds, cultivate the god tree, uh, intergalactic farmers, if you will. Um, and then they bring the the harvest the chakra fruit. Typically, with farmers in the harvest, you're harvesting them for something. Um, so I'm curious about how many um pieces of fruit does a a, a divine tree actually produce. Um, from an entire world that's being absorbed, um, a and then like, what do they do with the the excess fruit? I mean, I'm sh- sure they they eat some themselves, of course, but um, you know, maybe there's like this entire galactic black market, um, in, in the Boruto series where there's there's actual civilizations out there. Um, we do know, you know, that the divine trees absorb the actual knowledge of those worlds. Well, one would assume those worlds, or no to have knowledge on those worlds, you would have some kind of sentience, some kind of civilizations other than the humans, other than the Otsusuki. Um, so it gets pretty interesting. That could tie into like what Amato is, right? Like where was this guy at the beginning? Where did he come from? Um, is he from another planet? Um, and that's why he has like beef with the Otsusuki. Um, what's going on with that character? It could tie into that. Yeah, definitely. When it comes to like an Otsusuki background movie, I think a lot of information that could be, could be, given that a lot of people just doesn't don't even really think about it. like mm-hmm. even like Joshin like maybe Joshin is an old Suski member like that would be crazy you, that really would you talking about from um, uh, the Joshin cult 
Yeah, yeah remember when Hedon was basically praising to the Lord Joshin? Lord oh, Joshin may actually be an Osuski okay, like member. Really exist? Oh, that would be cold. That would be that's actually dope that you bring that you tie that in because I forgot all about Hedon and, and the Joshin cult because they were saying like um Hedon. I was watching uh, other uh, Boruto YouTubers and like you know they have all types of theories and stuff and they were saying how Hedon could have been an Osuski or how how you're saying it that he was uh, praising actually an Osuski god or an Osuski that came to Earth and he was praising him. So yeah, that would be dope mm-hmm. if they actually like if they like uh, retcon that, and they make it to where I mean yeah, that's not technically a retcon, um, because we never seen uh, Joshin. But if they brought him in and right. he was actually an Osuski, that would be cool. I think that would be dope, and it will tie back in and make uh, Naruto make more sense too as well. Of how he yeah, actually definitely. got those powers because it seems like um like because we know like i mean i can't i can't say that we know but joshin i don't think that he was actually real i think that was something that he made up but his uh clan may have that ability um that abilities that he had to you know when he stabs himself it takes effect on the other person that may be in the, their <laughs> clan's ability so um you can go into that tangent as well but we don't know what yeah, clan definitely Yo, if um Joshin is like one of the you know hidden Otsutsuki on on those tablets or something of the sort, imagine how fucking cool of an Otsutsuki he would be. I mean, right. just the ability he he granted um um he done that was that was fucking goaded, bro. So he could be like some kind of like fucking death god or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of abilities does he have. Maybe he has his own dojutsu that can um um you know make you immortal or some weird shit. I don't know. Yeah, um, crazy. Yo, but I ain't gonna lie, my headphones are about to die. <laughs> I could, I could like, I could like disconnect my headphones, but it might be like an echo or something like that. I don't know. So, it, it actually you about good? to die. Um, I got, you like, got wireless. Twenty more minutes. Too, yeah. So I gotta start working again. So you straight. All right. True. 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 Yo, y- y'all can continue talking. If y'all continue talking, I'll be listening. <laughs> nah, I'm probably gonna end it because I have to start working a little. I gotta start working a little bit. So. Yo, free, free, bro. You I cannot do. be staying up all night with two hours bro, and no sleep. I still you can't be it. doing that, bro. That's goaded. I fucked with it heavy. I gotta, uh, I gotta. I'm trying to get my car wrapped, so <laughs> I have to. Uh, <laughs> what color are you getting it? I'm trying to get it this dark purple. I'm trying to get a dark purple. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's fire. That's fire. What kind of car are you driving? What, what you pulling up in? Big uh, freaking! What you pulling up? Yeah, right. I ain't got bro. I'm still bro. I got a 2020 Jetta though. What you mean? You talking? Yo, you you out here? You said it like 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 it's not a good car, bro. This man. (laughs) Nah, I love my Jetta, bro. I love my Jetta. I'm I'm thinking you about to say like. I'm, I thought you was about to say, oh, I got a 1994 Toyota Camry or something like that. The way your tone of voice. Nah, this man said, nah, 2020 Jetta. Like, damn. <laughs> this guy's got a little 2020 Jetta. That's it. That's fine. What you, That's what you fire. riding in? What's a YouTube money buying? What's, what's YouTube bought, what you, bro? What you buying? Nothing. Money? <laughs> I'm not buying. Yeah, I'm not buying. Big Barra. Big Barra. <laughs> <laughs> Big balling, bro. Most most of my money in, in the stock market, just put it like that. Yo, that's so, smart as hell. Hey, hey, good good shit, bro. Good shit. Yeah, that's smart. definitely, bro. Because I have my money I in think, the stocks too. My stocks be going crazy. Yeah, I, I think most YouTubers that retire, they they all get rich off of the stock market, bro. What are you that's investing in? Do you do the S and P five hundred? Like, what are you investing in right now? 
Uh, I'm I'm big on crypto right now. Oh, you doing crypto? What? Crypto? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give any small coins just because I know there's a lot of YouTubers that, that get that get caught up in like they on, on like shilling coins and stuff like that. I'm gonna just say Ethereum yeah. and Bitcoin. Those are the safest cryptos you could you could you could um uh invest in. You said Ethereum. Before the, yeah, like Ethereum. full disclaimer, just just for like you know legal purposes. Nobody here is an expert, so don't. People in yeah. chat or people who listen. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, we we just talking you know, disclaimer. This, this, yeah, Yo, I never, I never thought I'd have to give that disclaimer. I'm always watching YouTubers talk about it, and, uh, and they always right. give that disclaimer, and I'm out here giving that disclaimer. Because I'm, I'm telling somebody going, oh shit, Barbie. Oh man, let me let me invest in it. Next thing you know, they're gonna lose their house, they soul, everything. Yeah. Gonna be, he told me to do it. Like, nah, Bar nobody tell you do that shit. <laughs> nobody tell you to do that shit. Disclaimer. <laughs> oh man. Nah, yeah. Big disclaimer. Yo, good looks. Good looks. Good <laughs> I'll fuck with y'all, bro. All right, you yep. guys. All right. Thank you for having right. me on. I appreciate of course, it. Bro. Dope Yo, ass anytime, anytime, Mello. Anytime. Mello know he Mello know he always welcome <laughs> on the live, bro. Yeah, come he, on. Know, he already know. He ain't likewise, likewise. That, that that's a revolving door too. So guys, thank you so much for having me on. Uh you guys have a good night. Be safe. You too, you too. Right. Have a safe night. Uh yeah, all right, free game. It was amazing, like always, bro. I'm um, right. I'ma highlight you. All we right, should, same, we should same, do another same. one on my, one of my days off though, because so I ain't gotta like, like uh, fucking try to fit it into yeah. my breaks and shit. Yeah, my mm-hmm. days off is always Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I'm always free. I ain't doing shit. All right, true, true, true. All, all right, right, yeah, man. I'll definitely. All right, be easy, stay safe. In those Newark streets. Be safe in those Nork streets. <laughs> he already off it live. Hey, thank you everybody for joining the live. Yeah, if you wanted to donate to the channel, um, I mean, yeah, the, the cash app is up there. I don't have a Patreon yet. I'm going to get a Patreon soon. Actually, I did. I started the Patreon. I'm just really trying to figure out how to really use it. I was going to start doing lives off the Patreon instead of doing lives off of YouTube. Um. But I don't have enough people on the Patreon to do a live. If you guys want me to drop, if you guys want me to drop the Patreon so we can start doing a live stream on the Patreon, I'll be more than happy to. But I don't really feel like having people pay to watch us do a live stream. Like, that sounds bogus to me. Like, if you feel like you want to donate, the cash apps up there, you can donate. Other than that, bro, we do this for you guys. We like having the conversations. We like seeing what you guys got to say about it. So I, I, I wouldn't do you guys like that and just totally take this off of YouTube and put it on live, like on Patreon to earn some money. This, this is not what this channel is about. But yeah, I'm about to end the live right now. I got like 15 minutes left on my break. I'm about to lay back and watch some TV, you know, kick my feet up and shit. So if you guys enjoyed the live, please put a like. If you're not subscribed to the channel right now, please subscribe to the channel. I really appreciate it. Check out the content that we drop. Um, leave some likes on there, sub- comment. I always look out to the comments. I always read them. I reply back to most of the comments if I can. Um, but yeah, bro. So again, thank you. I really, I really fuck with you guys. The community is growing faster than I ever expected it to grow. Hopefully by the end of the year, we reach a thousand subscribers. We do that shit would be lit. So let's cross our fingers there. But again, thank you guys for joining the live and I'm out. <laughs>